This is Michigan Embedded Correspondent John Solberg, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how's it going? You have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate two feet for wiener. So listen, Lavernius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. And just like that, we are into the second hour of the Barbecue Central Show, where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue and grilling. If you missed the first hour, shame on you. But rest easy, it's being audio recorded and video recorded. Videos archive immediately after the show is over and can be watched directly. Audio, you'll get hour number one tomorrow. You'll get hour number two on Thursday, and we'll talk about Friday here in just one second. Still to come on the show this evening in about 13 minutes, Susie Bullock of Hey Grill Hey. There may or may not be a Todd Bullock siding as well. And then closing out the show, maybe, Brian Jarvis from the Atlanta Barbecue Store. As I mentioned in the first hour, we've agreed... We're going to connect. We'll listen to the sound for Brian. And if it's uh, not good, he's out. But he's good with that. However, I am opening to reducing my sound standard that I set in order to get the story, which is also very important. But that sound standard can't be reduced all the way. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I may have to do a rebook with Brian, but we're going to give it a go around 1035 here this evening and see what happens. We say good evening to those of you watching the show tonight through our video streaming platform partners, Facebook and Twitch slash BBQ Central Show. You can also watch on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash at BBQ Central Show. There's a robust chat going on. Also a YouTube poll question of the week, and I'm asking everybody this. Okay. Which turkey are you doing this year? And this year, I mean Thursday, Spatchcock, or Holbert, and 54% of you are saying you're doing Holbert. So maybe a lot of you are like Stephen Reichlin, who first hour said, He doesn't like anything about the spatchcock. He doesn't like the look uh, the spatchcock bird gives. It looks like it's been run over by a truck. It's not how Thanksgiving is supposed to be. We want the whole bird. We want the Norman Rockwell, blah, blah, blah. There were a lot of people in the instant chat that were saying, if it wasn't Thanksgiving on Thursday, I would be spatchcocking this bird. But since it is Thanksgiving, I am keeping it whole for the aesthetic and for the tradition So we'll see how the percentages work out through the rest of the show, and we'll be asking Susie that and Brian as well as we close the show. Uh, Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this coming Friday, if you can believe it, we're going to be entering in episode 309, taking you back to February 20th, 2012, with a guest you may or may not recall. I referred to him 
and still refer to him as jeweler to the barbecue stars and, of course, from Willoughby slash Chardon, Ohio, Stephen DeFranco will be making his appearance on a Best Moments show this coming Friday. Steve is one of the very few, dare I say, select few that have been a guest live in studio. And this segment was done back where the show was born, Euclid, Ohio, very close to Cleveland, just east. And if memory serves me correctly, which it probably doesn't, I think there was a, I think he was a guest twice. Stephen DeFranco Jewelers was a longtime sponsor of the show back in the day. Steve actually reached out to me through email one day and said, hey, I'm a big fan of the show. I've been to barbecue and grilling. Oh, by the way, I happen to work in Willoughby and I'm up at points east. I own the jewelry store. And I said, well, that's only Stephen DeFranco up there. He's like, yeah, that's me, Stephen, uh, Stephen DeFranco. So our love affair has burned deeply ever since many, many years now, well over 12. And I actually tried to refuse his money many times before finally relenting and allowing him to sponsor the show because I was like, why would you even want to do this? You own a jewelry store. So he either saw value in it or he saw a pathetic loser who needed some wins at life. You make your own decisions as you listen to the show this Friday, which is now 11 year old, this segment. So believe it or not, and by the way, I did see Steve a couple weeks ago when he hosted a watch club at the shop. Luckily, it's 35 seconds on a bad day from my house, just right up the hill. And he talked about coming back on the show as a guest. So we'll see if that actually happens or not. It's probably not going to happen in 2023 as we are full of guests through the rest of the show, but maybe 2024. So we'll see what happens. You can subscribe to the best moments and the podcast feed if you go to thebbqcentralshow.com slash subscribe, and there's even a way to do it through email. And if you want to hear a guest or a segment again that you think has been lost in the archives, you can email John Solberg. That's John, J-O-N, at thebbqcentralshow.com and let them know what you would like to hear. And then there's this. Uh-oh. I don't even know if I have time for this, but I'm going to get into it. There's an Instagram handle you should all be following if you don't already. It's called Bart's Barbecue. Now, maybe there's a, a period in between Bart's and Barbecue. Just put it in the search, B-A-R-T-Z, Bart's Barbecue. So from what I can tell, he caters for Cypress Hill, very well-known and iconic rap group, one of my favorites. And he also does some pop-up restaurant work out of the L.A. area. And my man, no pun intended, wants all of the smoke. He is running a take that has many barbecue places out on the West Coast right now where he is saying that they are simply raping their customers when it comes to the food prices and that their food costs reasoning is straight BS. Then he proceeds to back it up by telling you all of his food costs and the grades of meat he's using, and how he's pricing it. And it's like half of what everybody else is. I mean, this guy is ready, and he's taking on all suitors that want to take a run at him, which leads me to the point I'm trying to make tonight. I randomly get an Instagram message from someone the other day, 
And it leads me to a post on the Bart's Instagram page. Well, looky who Bart's has sunk his teeth into now. Your old pal, Adam Perry Lang. Uh-oh. Yes, the Adam Perry Lang that I suspended from the Guest Hall of Fame back in 2021, that APL. The stuff that Bart's is posting is incredible. It's shocking. And depending on who you are and what side of the fence you fall on, offensive. And he means to be offensive, by the way. He's letting everyone know that APL is not the person that you think he might be. He's not the person you should be idolizing all the way around. And he's posting all the stuff that I talked about back in January of 2021 when I suspended him from my guest hall of fame. And I have to say, I'm very happy that this is organically being picked up and trotted around again. Because for all the new folks who are being turned on to Adam, who need to know where this guy's been before he got to where he is now. I was shocked to see all the messages coming back to me going, what? I had no idea. So if you're new to the industry, if you're new to the show, if you've been told to follow Adam Perry Lang on social media to see him wielding large tomahawk steaks over the Weber Kettle Ranch like a wizard, you also need to be told this. It is well documented, well documented that Adam was the personal chef for one Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, that Jeffrey Epstein, the world's most prolific sex trafficker, abuser of underage women, and purveyor of the like to many of the world's most influential people, that guy. Well, APL was his personal chef. Go ahead, run down the rabbit hole, see what you find. It is indeed shocking. As I said in 2021, after reading and listening to everything I could get my hands on, do I think Adam was complicit in depraved acts? No. Do I think he was personally trafficking these girls around? No. However, knowing that what this job entails, the responsibilities that he had to execute, the locations he was at, and the people he was serving food to... I will maintain that even though he said, I will help however I can, only to follow that up with, I saw nothing, I know nothing. That doesn't fly with me. I don't believe that for a multitude of reasons, and not for the least of which is the firsthand accounts by some of the victims talking about their interactions with Adam himself. So no, I don't think he didn't hear anything, didn't see anything, or doesn't know anything. It doesn't make sense to me on any level. And for the new folks coming into the industry, this is something you 100% need to know about and do your own research on if you're so inclined. And Bart's Barbecue is going off on this topic currently. So if you want to get the quick, up-to-speed, refresher course, whatever you want to talk about, Bart's Barbecue is the place to go. And it's worth the checkout so you know everything that's going on. So Susie Bullock is getting ready to come on. HeyGrillHey.com, the website, of course. Before we get there, let's talk about Big Papa Smokers. Listen up, gang. Our friends at Big Papa Smokers have something special just for you, the listener of this show. Whether you're a seasoned pitmaster or a grilling newbie, 
Big Papa Smokers is your one-stop shop for all things barbecue. From their championship rubs, mouth-watering sauces, essential accessories, they've got what you need to take your products to the next level on the competition circuit or in the backyard. Here's the cherry on top. Big Papa Smokers offering the listeners of the Barbecue Central Show an exclusive deal. Use the code REMPE at checkout. That's R-E-M-P-E. And you'll get $10 off your next $50 purchase of rubs, sauces, or accessories. Imagine the possibilities. Evaluate your barbecued ribs with Big Papa Smoker's Sweet Money Rub. Or add Big Papa's Desert Gold to your chicken or vegetables. Or better yet, pick up Big Papa's Double Secret and add it to your steak. It's a winner. Head on over to BigPapaSmokers.com and start shopping today. And don't forget to use the code REMPE, R-E-M-P-E, at checkout to claim your $10 off your next order of $50 or more. Also, don't forget to check out Big Papa's full line of recipes at cookingwithbigpapa.com. And of course, make sure you're following him on all the social media platforms. We're back with Susie Bullock right after the stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back to this portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes, a host of accessories. Doesn't matter if you're a beginner or a professional. It's a cooker you want to add to the arsenal. That's the bottom line. Also, the PBX deal still going on. So when you're writing in, ask them if you can get the PBX deal and tell them the show sent you. Leading off the second hour and joining me for her last quarterly segment appearance in 2023 is the creator of the Hay Grill Hay brand, Susie Bullock. Oh, look, there's Todd Bullock as well. So we give him a cheer, of course. No Todd last time, but we got Todd this time. So we'll take it. Um, appreciate you guys showing up here this evening. Before we get rolling... We want to ask you the YouTube poll question of the week, which we're asking everybody, which is this. Which turkey are you doing this year? Is it spatchcock or is it whole bird? Whole bird, baby. Whole bird. We're doing the Hey Grill Hey Turkey kit this year. All right. So 52% of the YouTube voting public are also doing whole bird. So I think this is the full time in recent or the first time in uh, recent memory that everybody is agreeing on everything except for the 48% that said they're doing spatchcock. But all guests have said whole bird. For you guys, and you can answer independently of each other, especially if you're going to be uh, competing on answers, but is it specific whole bird because it's Thanksgiving or regardless if this was January 48th, you would also be doing a whole bird because that's what you like? Um, 
It just depends on time and circumstance for me. So whole birds, I'm happier to do at low temperatures. I actually think spatchcock works well at higher temperatures because moving the thighs away from the breasts a little bit and you know creating more of that flat surface area, you do get an even cook at a higher temperature. But we're going to be rocking our turkeys low and slow. I want a really traditional smoked turkey with the rendered skin. It's not going to be a crispy skin. It's that really all the fats rendered out. It's incredibly tender. That's what I'm going for. And that's 225. And I think it works just as well with the whole bird. And then I don't have to cut out the backbone. But I think regular run of the muck time of year, uh, I'd rather just spatchcock it, cook it quick, get the meat. Like we're not going to, it's not a display thing. We're going to end up, you know, cutting it into its individual pieces anyways. So let's just spatchcock it, get the cook over with and eat it. I asked Stephen the same question I'm about to ask you, and evidently he's not keeping up with any social media, so shame on him. But as you peruse social media, I told him I thought this was the first year where I visibly saw a huge uptick in everybody cooking turkeys seemed to be opting for a spatchcock bird. Were you seeing a lot more spatchcocking going on this year? What I saw this year that was new was the frog style of butchering your turkey. <laughs> um instead of the spatchcock. I think spatchcock has been around for a long time. And I think it's more, like you said, I think more, you know, like the regular Joe have adopted spatchcocking. I think it's been around in the barbecue community and, you know, proficient cooks for about five years, but it's really hitting mainstream the last year or two. But yeah, the barbecue community this year, I've seen a lot of the frog style turkeys. As far as, as stats on our website so far, I think the whole turkey recipe is higher. Mm. Whole smoked turkey wins in terms of volume for sure. Would you rather frog, a t frog turkey or spatchcock a turkey between the two? Spatchcock? Yeah. Yeah. Todd? I've never done a frog one, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> spatchcock. Have you ever spatchcocked it? You have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Use yeah, in a, front of a crowd. Do you yeah. shears or do you use a, like a kitchen knife or a, a chef's knife to do that? I'm a shears girl. Yeah. All right. yeah. I can get more leverage. Both hands yeah. on there. Yeah, good shot. Of, we have a big cleaver. That's fun to oh, use. Oh, yeah. Cleaver. Yeah. Good shot of uh, kitchen shears. Like there's is, less is key. bone shards yeah, with but shears. It's not as fun. No, it's definitely not nearly as manly. So. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, but the hatchet is what you want to use. So uh, last time you were on, Susie, we were talking about the smoked and fried chicken wing kit that you had just put out there. How did that end up selling over the past quarter? Dude, they were awesome. Hmm. I think they're... <clears throat> I don't know. So we did, we just keep increasing volume of our kits. We're just guessing. We have no idea how many people are actually going to order. We have no idea how popular they're going to be, especially with the wing kits. That was our first run of that particular brand of kit. So we didn't know. So we over ordered a little bit, but we have about not 20, much. We have about 25% of them left because we specifically shut sales down when turkey kits went live. Mm. And then we'll reintroduce the rest of the wing kits for Super for Bowl, New oh, Year's, yeah. and Super Bowl. Of course. Yeah. And so we'll be gone. We, I think they'd be sold out, but we actually stopped sales of them so that I would have a little bit left for Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but they did really well. I actually think our most rabid fans of the kits are of the wing kits. People were buying, they would buy one of them and come back and buy four or five more. Wow. Um, it's such a unique experience. And like my goal with the kits, with every kit we've done, the ham kit, the turkey kit, the wing kit was to be the best version of that thing you've ever had and have it be a complete package, totally comprehensive, start to finish, 
these will be the best wings you ever have. This will be the best turkey you ever have. And that was kind of the goal. And as we started getting the feedback from our, our customers in, like best wings ever, my favorite was uh, we had a lady in our grill squad. I think she ended up buying like five kits. But she's like, I'm from New York. Like I grew up on chicken wings. These are the best chicken wings anyone's ever made. And wow. I made them at home and it was the greatest experience. And she bought a handful more and is like giving them out. Um, we have people in our group that are like rationing them at this point. They're like, I have three <laughs> kids left. So the people that have used them and love them really love them. So it's been super gratifying to see like a, a, product go from concept to development to production to execution and then have them live in the wild in people's backyards and homes is like it's freaking awesome it's so cool i remember you said last year that the turkey kit was successful i would assume turkey kit version two or three whatever this is now is uh is a banger yeah this is the second year we did 250 percent more kits this year than last year and we still sold out so We have to make even more next year, I guess. We had people messaging us like, help, they're gone. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. We thought we'd have enough, but they still sold out. Are people buying wild. more than one turkey kit too? Yes. Like what's yes. that? Are people, people buying two or are they buy five? Year, they're, coming, they're buying two or three, I think yeah. is our most common number. Wow. Yeah. It's wild. And they're pairing it. We had a holiday bundle where we paired... We had some uh, ham kits and we sold all the way out of ham kits as well. We paired the turkey kits with the ham kits and they just flew. Uh, just to show my ignorance here, uh, what's in the ham kit? <laughs> it has my uh, zesty gold sauce, which you can use as a binder for the seasoning, but also after, like we use it on like sandwiches with the leftover ham and it's awesome. Mm. It has a sugar and spice seasoning and it has a citrus spiced glaze. <laughs> Uh, so I'm getting a question in the instant chat that says uh, they're asking if we go back to the wing kit real quick. Can you explain the uh, the 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 stuff? Uh, the, the, what is it? What? Contents. Uh, it's not the rub. Uh, there's a word for it. You dunk it. Batter? And then, yes, the batter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time hosting you. the show, everybody. Sorry about that. Yeah. We're new. Wow. Tell us about the batter. Um, yeah, the wing kit, it's a smoke fried wing kit. So it comes with my sweet rub. You low smoke the wings, get a lot of smoke on them. And then it comes with a batter. It's a gluten-free batter, actually. It's kind of based off of like a tempura style of batter. So it's meant to be very, very thin and shattery and crispy. And it's rice flour and cornstarch, and it's seasoned really well. And all you add is super cold water. So you take your wings off of the smoker, dunk them in the thin batter, and then give them a quick deep fry. Mm. And it sets up to the most like, it really is like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like they shatter, they hold the crunch for a really, really long time. And then it has a sweet heat wing glaze. that's like a brown sugar, buttery buffalo sauce. That's awesome. From a, a kit standpoint, as I peruse what's out there in the barbecue and grilling marketplace, I don't necessarily see a lot of kits like this. Is this something that Maybe you've developed. We're not. Let's maybe not take credit for kits in general, but uh, in this instance, <laughs> I mean, I mean this is kind of like your wheelhouse, and you've been able to develop it into a whole new revenue stream. You know, I think um, we got into the product business because our audience said, "Can you just make our lives easier?" Like you've given us all of the recipes, 
and that's amazing. But like, what if you just made the products for us and then I didn't have to mix sweet rub by the gallon or everything sauce in quadruple batches at a time? Like, what, what would that look like? So that's how we ended up in the product space in the first place was our audience said, we love you, we want to support you, we love the recipes, but like make our life even easier. <laughs> and so that was kind of a natural progression with the kits as well. Um, we started with the turkey kit because <clears throat> I really think that's one of the most intimidating cooks for people. It is a huge holiday dinner. There's a ton of pressure. You have 90 other things going on and you're smoking a turkey for the first time. Like, how can I hold your hand and make this as easy for you as humanly possible? And that's what led us to the turkey kit. We wanted everything that you would possibly need for your perfect turkey to be in that kit. So that's the brine is already in there with a brine bag, like add water. And the seasoning is in there pre-made. Shake it on. There's a cranberry glaze in there. Drizzle it. And then after that, there's also a QR code. And there's written instructions that are printed out in a beautiful recipe card. So you can just have that and look at it and read it. Map out your timing for the day and you're done. Or you can scan the video and I will walk you through every step of making the turkey. Like So that's how the kits really started was just how can I deliver you the best possible experience, the best result, the best turkey in the easiest, most consumable way possible. And that's how the turkey kit was born. I mean, there are people on the market that are comboing like their brine and a seasoning or, but it, it seems to be stuff that they have available year round. So it's, they're just their poultry brine and a poultry seasoning. And that's what they're selling for their holiday, you know, specials. I wanted to make something, it was, it was exclusive for like that smoked turkey Thanksgiving moment. I really wanted to be part of the experience <laughs> and it's, it's worked out really well for us. Um, you know, it's, our audience has been super receptive. It's crazy because it feels like almost she's created like a branded experience. Like when people make the Hey Grill, Hey Turkey, it's like a, when they use the turkey kit, it's like, this is the Hey Grill, Hey Turkey. I'm right. serving it for Thanksgiving. It's crazy. And it, they all look perfect too. That's one of the coolest parts is seeing how that that's huge for my website with recipes. I have to make sure that you can replicate it at home. Hmm. So I test and I retest and the way that I write things is very intentional so that the way that I cook it at home, you can have that same experience at your house, right? You have to be able to replicate it. It's like, I mean, you know that when you see a commercial for a McDonald's cheeseburger and you go through the line at McDonald's, like it's not going to look the same and you just accept that. Yeah. Like that's not going to fly in the recipe world. Like I have to show you a picture or a video or a result that you can repeat at home. It has to be the same. And so when that happens with these turkey kits, it's so fantastic to see the pictures coming in on Thanksgiving. We get tagged all Thanksgiving long, all oh, day long. Uh, it's amazing of just these beautiful, glistening, smoked turkeys. And knowing that people were able to replicate that experience is incredibly gratifying. So that's what we work our butts off for. So it's awesome. As we get ready to cross the threshold into 2024, do we have any new products for Q1 that are scoop worthy? Not Q1. I mean, we're developing products six to eight months in advance. So we are working for one for quarter two. Um, we actually have a, f a product that's not a food product that we're going to be coming out with soon. They've been making appearances in our YouTube videos for a couple of months. Um, we've teased it to the grill squad a little bit, uh, but we are doing some insulated barbecue gloves. I feel like the, the, the glove space is really wonky in barbecue land. Mm. And 
I haven't really been able to find anything that I super love and continue to go back to over and over again. And the best solution is like cotton gloves with plastic gloves on top of them at the moment. Um, So we've actually been in development for over a year on our own version of barbecue gloves that I think are going to really hopefully have a really positive impact on the industry, increasing, you know, some safety and dexterity and, you know, combining the flexibility that we want with the heat resistance. So those should be coming out Mm. uh, maybe mid quarter two. And then I'm also working on some spicy things. Spicy things. Yeah, some spicy things. Let's say we don't want to do turkey on Thanksgiving. We got a couple days left. Outside of the box, what do you what would you feel comfortable? What would you feel confident telling people to make or if you decided to chuck a traditional Thanksgiving to the side tomorrow, what are you bringing to the table Thursday? Pork loin. Oh, I was going to say I'd make a pork roast. A crown <laughs> pork roast. Yes. Dude, I make the most delicious pork roast. Now, I know it sounds pork silly roast, because it's, I feel is like that it's like so the, the circle of yeah. pork? Yeah. 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 The bone in pork roast. I French the bones. It has like this garlicky, herby Crust. liquid crust. Yeah, it starts as liquid, but as you yeah. smoke it, it sets up and that mm. garlic starts to kind of roast and tighten on the outside. It is so, so delicious. And it looks absolutely beautiful on a plate. So if you're not a turkey person, but you love pork, Check out my crown pork roast. It's so good. But I love that that's what you said because that's exactly what I would have said. <laughs> what uh, What's your finished temp on pork? What do you like? Uh, if it's a big roast like that, 140, and then I'll let it carry over kind of to that 145 spot. You okay with pink in the middle a little bit? Oh, yeah. 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 You preach that yeah. to your grill folks? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... For public safety reasons, I will always recommend that you follow FDA guidelines. Um, And for pork, that's 145. So I feel really comfortable telling people, pull it off at 140, let the carryover cooking finish, take it up to 145, and you'll be happy as a clam. Favorite Thanksgiving side dishes for Susie? What do you like? Ooh. You're going to steal mine. Shoot. (laughs) Am I? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with my stuffing. Um, I have two different stuffing recipes. I have one on my website that is very like classic, super delicious, fantastic. I wrote an ebook years ago uh, for holiday cooking on your pellet grill. Remember ebooks? Yes. Um, but there's a recipe in there for a stuffing, and it matches the one on my website really closely, but it also adds in um, dried cherries <laughs> and diced apples. And so it just brings a little bit of like sweetness to it, but it's cooked on the smoker in a cast iron skillet. So you kind of get these like crispy edges all the way around with mm-hmm. that soft kind of middle, and it's so delicious. So it's a dressing because it's not. Right. Stuffing. It's not in the bird, it's a dressing. <laughs> My apologies. Yes, all right. Just, Got the English Nazi yeah. over there. What do you like, Todd? <laughs> um, mine could honestly be served as a dessert, and I'd just be as happy, but it's her sweet potato casserole with candied <laughs> pecans and bacon on top. I knew that's what you were going to say, so that's why I went with dressing. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. You guys. Crazy. I asked Steve and Reichlin, I'll ask you. He didn't seem to mind it. I was shocked because uh, I figured if anyone was going to take a dump on it, it would have been him. I think in this on Thursday, there's probably room for one or two cans of the jellied cranberry. Cut a puck off, put it on a piece of turkey, or put it on your stuffing or something like that. Do we 
Do we frown upon or do we accept the uh, the the canned jelly? I mean, I if you want it, that's fine. It's not going to be on my table, but that's because uh, my, I grew up with my dad making homemade cranberry sauce every year. He would actually mm. give it out as gifts to our neighbors. Um, it, he was like quite famous for his cranberry sauce, and it has like orange liqueur in it, Vermouth. and it's very like it's citrusy and boozy yeah. and cranberry and. Um, it's just not a Thanksgiving without my dad's cranberry sauce. So it's not that I'm like opposed to the canned stuff. It's just that I didn't grow up with it. So it's not part of my like Thanksgiving tradition. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'd say. If it's a tradition and you're having people over that it's a tradition for like, it's fine. Just serve it for them, but make your own homemade stuff for you. This is Susie and Todd Bullock. You can find them over at heygrillhay.com. You've seen them once a quarter here in 2023. Uh, I mean, can we book? Once a quarter in 2024 as I put the hard clothes on you guys or do sure. we need to talk offline? Yeah. No, let's do it. Yeah. Todd, you yeah. in? Uh, as I can be, yeah. Yes. Last time I was just licking my... I, I messed up the audio last time. <laughs> I was licking my wounds in the other room. <laughs> yes. Well, that's fine. Uh, everything has been fixed. Sounds great. And we'll look for quarterly visits to 2024. Have a great Thanksgiving, great holiday, and we'll see you next year. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We appreciate you having us on, Greg. All right, guys, take care. Susie and Todd Bullock right there, heygrillhay.com, and check out the website for last-minute inspiration, recipes, all that fun stuff. Yes. So I see Brian Jarvis in the switcher box. How will the audio be? We will see shortly. And then we will have a short segment or we will have a normal segment. We'll see how it goes. Let me talk to you quickly about Franklin's Barbecue Pits. What you have with the Franklin Pit is a deeply thought out and refined version of the old propane style cookers that Aaron built for the Franklin Barbecue Restaurant. Stylistically, it reflects the kind of bare bones, industrial, handmade aesthetic that he loves, as in the patina and the way he allows you to see the welds and the craftsmanship. Now, the schematics of the Texas-style offset pit are relatively simple, even if the things that are happening inside the pit are complicated dynamics of physics and chemistry. This is real heavy steel, number one. It's not the cheap stuff. So in the wintertime, or for the spots that see consistent high heat, this is something that's going to be able to take it for the long haul. You can have it for over 100 years if cared for properly, and very little maintenance at that. Franklin Pits can be found at fine barbecue specialty stores in select regions of the country. If you, the listener, are an owner of such a store and you wish to become a certified Franklin Barbecue Pit dealer, you can visit their website at franklinbbqpits.com and fill out their dealer form. Now, maybe you're a listener and you want to own a Franklin Pit and you live in a part of the country where there are no dealers around you. You can go to the same website, franklinbbq.com, and purchase a pit. Franklin Pits will ship you a Franklin Barbecue Pit right to your garage, right to the driveway. By the way, as I mentioned last week, and we're doing it again this week, this has never happened before, and it may never happen again. You can save $400 between now and the end of the year when you purchase a Franklin Barbecue Pit. Yes. You like to save free money? Who doesn't? 400 bucks? You betcha. Just go to the Franklin Barbecue Pit website, and if you order it right now, you can save four hundred dollars. 
on the Franklin Barbecue Pit between now and the end of the year. And you can even do that if you find a certified Franklin Barbecue Pit dealer near you. You can go in-store, touch it, feel it, kick it around. Probably break your foot if you kick it. And then say, I want it. He'll say, okay, it's this much minus $400. But if he tries to pull any nonsense on, you say, well, the guy on the Barbecue Central show told me I can save $400. And then you'll save. You'll love it. FranklinBBQPits.com. We're back with Brian Jarvis right after this. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. And we welcome you back. We thank Susie Bullock from HeyGrillHey.com for joining us last segment. And Todd, as he said last time, he was licking his wounds. But this time, no. He's there and he sounds great. Coming out of the bullpen tonight is a guy who owns a barbecue supply store in Atlanta. He is also two years into putting on a great barbecue competition, the Atlanta Barbecue Store Competition that has been sanctioned by the Kansas City Barbecue Society this past weekend. Their event had to postpone their award ceremony because of an issue that prevented them from getting scores that they were confident in calling out. So they sent everybody home instead here to talk about the the event, the organization that it benefits and how they feel being the next event that had, has a scoring issue associated with it. Since the American Royal, we race to the hotline and welcome in first time guest to the show. Brian Jarvis. Brian, how are you, pal? Yeah, so we started a competition barbecue in 2011, uh, my wife and I, um, and just competed a couple, five, five to eight contests a year. Um, and then in 2018, we bought the Atlanta Barbecue Store, uh, not the Barbecue Superstore. We're not the Barbecue Superstore, but we're Atlanta Barbecue Store. Um, and <laughs> just seeing that underneath my name there. Um, and oh. and. It's all good. It's all good. And then, so then in 2019, we decided to start the Jarvis Foundation. Uh, barbecue's been really good to us, and we wanted to see if we could give back. Uh, so we started that, and we tried to do a contest. Now, the funny thing is, in 2021, we had a competition uh, sanctioned, scheduled, ready to go, and it got pulled out from underneath us uh, with a KCBS sanctioning. Uh, but other than that, it's okay. Last year we had our first contest. It was good. And then this year, uh, we had an amazing contest and yes, we had issues and we had to, um, my wife's messing with the lighting. Don't worry uh, and about then it. we had, <laughs> obviously, you know where we're at. Um, so great time. Barbecue's a big part of our lives. We had the barbecue store, we compete, we organize, um, barbecue's just what we do. So, Brian, what's the website? www.atlantabarbecuestore.com bbqstore.com All right. My my fault. I don't know where the hell I came up with. Wow, you got some front forward lighting now? Jeez. That wife of yours, man. How about that? 
She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. She's trying to help you look good. I mean, it's, it's quite a task, I would imagine, but she's doing very well. I need well a lot of that. help. Very well. Yeah. I need a lot of help. Good. So was the store, when you purchased it, did you do ground up or was it an existing barbecue supply store that you bought into? No. So my friend, uh, Randy Boswell, had started the started the store. Um, he had it for a couple of years and decided he didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> was kind of getting out of it um, and asked if I wanted to take it over. We did. Um, from there, we, you know, we rebuilt the reputation, uh, rebuilt the inventory. Uh, we stock a lot of products. Now, if, if anything that you need for competition barbecue um, or anything just to go win your cul-de-sac, we have all the mm -hmm. rub spices, injections, all of that stuff there for you to uh, go compete or just cook the best barbecue you can imagine. How easy is it to get a product into you? What's your uh, testing to get a new product on the shelf? Man, there are so many products. We get people asking us almost daily if we can take on their product. And we and we do try, uh, we try to help the little guy. We try to help somebody to get on board because um, we understand how hard it is to get into this business. Um, so, I mean, the best thing to do is to send us samples and we sponsor quite a few barbecue teams. Um, and what we normally do is we get those samples and we send it out to our barbecue uh, teams, let them try it, let them compete with it. Um, if they like it um, and they think it's something that we can sell, we'll, we'll add it to the site. Um, and then a lot of times we just add to the site and if it sells, we keep it. If it doesn't sell, then, you know, we just, just eat it and move on. But it's Be not an easy thing to do. Between the brick and mortar location and the website, are you doing most of your business through the retail spot or is it online? We are 100% online. Oh, really? We're an online store. Yes. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I know. Most people don't know that. Uh, down here in Georgia, they do. But uh, we, and which tells us that we've done a good job of uh, marketing ourselves. Uh, but yes, we are an e-commerce site. Um, <laughs> we are looking to expand into the, uh, into the brick and mortar. Uh, but for right now, it's just, it's easier. For, we have three kids. We have a 13-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 7-year-old. Um, and it's Ellen, my wife, runs the store. It's pretty much what she does. She's the barbecue store. Um, and and it's just, it's a lot. So right now, we're just we're just selling online and selling all over the country. And I mean, it's been taken off. So I mean, the past, the past couple of years, it's taken off. So it's been pretty good for us. So tell us a little bit about the competition that you've been running the last couple of years. And then, of course, uh, let us know about the companies that you're benefiting or the charities that you're benefiting. Right. Um, so we started the Atlanta Barbecue Store Classic last year. There's always been a contest uh, since, I mean, our, my first contest I ever cooked was in Cumming, Georgia, the National Barbecue Cup. Um, and there has been a contest there in Cumming, Georgia, and that, and that weekend, this weekend before uh, Thanksgiving, uh, for the past 15 years, I guess. Um, and we just took over that weekend. Uh, we took it over two years ago. It was kind of dying. Uh, people didn't, it, it was, it was either going to go away, um, or we could take it over. Uh, so we took it over. Um, we we're pouring everything we have into this. Um, and, and just seeing the growth and seeing what's going on, um, has been awesome. Our big focus on this contest, you know, it's the end of the year. It's Thanksgiving. It's, we're coming up against the, to the holidays. Um, we just want it to be a party, right? Like we want people to come hang out with each other, um, feel like it's just a relaxed, relaxed atmosphere, come cook, hang out with everybody, 
have a good time. We did a potluck dinner Friday night. We had over 200 people in wow. this potluck. It was amazing. Um, just a great time. People sitting around, chilling. You know, on Friday nights at a competition, it gets serious these days. I mean, it's to the point where people are getting ready to go, and they don't they don't really do much anymore. So for me, I feel like the way that we can keep barbecue rolling and keep it going is to is to get everybody back in touch with each other and hanging out and 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 just getting to know each other again. Um, and man, I tell you what, we have had such great feedback from uh, from our contest this year, um, which makes us feel good. Uh, but also, you know, we we had a little we had a little issue, and, and we did everything we could to make to make it okay. Uh, we did a live awards last night on our on our show. Um, I mean, my f- whole family was involved. Uh, we did everything we could to make people feel something special about this. Um, and you know, it, it was it's been good. Um, we haven't slept much. We're exhausted. Yeah. Uh, since yeah. I mean. Putting on a contest for one is exhausting, but two, making it last another 48 hours is just, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to, to go through. So let's, let's dig into the, the happenings here. So from what I am able to ascertain is you have uh, basically two competitions. So you have a backyard event and I'm assuming that's either one or two meets. And then you have a pro, which is obviously all four. Are these running, not to pardon the pun, are these running in competition um, with each other or are you running backyard like at first part of the day and then you're running the, the pro later part of the day? No, so it's a, uh, it's, so we did have a backyard and a pro uh, contest um, and they turned in together, um, backyard and pro turned in at 12 and it's a three meet contest for the backyard in Georgia. Most okay. of our backyard in Georgia, we do, um, chicken ribs and pork. Uh, just, we don't do brisket. Um, so yes, it was all in conjunction together. Um, everything happened at the same time. Okay. So, I mean, you could say it's two contests in one, um, which I know that that seems to be where some of the problems have come into, for us this weekend. So when the teams are turning in, are the samples going back to, are there, is there the, the backyard judging tent and the pro judging tent, or is it just one judging tent and everybody's judging everything? So it's in the, the judge's room is all in one area, but the, the tables are assigned for either pro, either the masters or, the backyard. I don't. I don't remember what the backyard series is called. Um, so either you're you're either assigned a pro a pro table or a backyard table, and throughout the competition, the pro tables judge the pros and the backyards judge the backyards. Um, and that's and and that's the way it is. So it's it's they're not really together, but they are together in the same time. If that makes sense. When the awards are getting ready to go. From a presentation standpoint, I assume you were going to be doing, were you, are you like alternating? Okay, the backyard award going here, now we're going to go pro, or do you do, was a thought to do all pro and then, or all backyard and then all pro? What was the outlay like originally? No, so it was going to be just like last night. I mean, if anybody watched the show last night, you saw we, we started <laughs> with dessert, which, you know, dessert was a, it, go, it went both ways. You had pro teams and backyard teams in the dessert category. So they, that was a merged in 
contest or mm-hmm. however you want to call that. So those two were, that was pro and backyard. Um, so we called out dessert. Um, and, and originally I would have called out kids Q cause kids Q is very important to me. Um, we want those kids to get all the recognition in the world because that's what the future of our sports all about. Yep. Um, but then we went with, we go with backyard chicken and then pro chicken, backyard ribs, pro ribs, and so on um, until you get to brisket. And then, and then we call the backyard overall and then the pro overall. So we try to make everything in together. You don't want to necessarily divide them. I don't. I think it's good for everybody to be in there together and feel like we're all part of this all together. Uh, I don't want to separate it. I want to make sure that it's a it's a it's something that we're all in there doing together. And I mean, they're in the same Atlanta Barbecue Store Classic as the as the next guy. After everything's turned in, how soon are you notified that there's an issue? Well, so having <clears throat> organized a contest that worked well last year, <laughs> we knew almost right away. Like we knew right away. Here's your, here's your results. Everything's good. Boom. We're done. Go get your awards ready. Go get everything ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was very, it was very clear that things were good this year. It was very clear that things were not going good. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I went in and I could see people normally, Hey, here's your results. We're ready to go. Now they're still on there on the computers looking and, and doing things on the phone, trying to figure things out. And I'm busy organizing the contest. We got other things going on. Yep. So I just walked into the area and I was like, are we good? And then, yeah, yeah, yeah we're working on it. I'll be back. So I just left because I didn't want to get in the way. There, I, I hired KCBS to come in to do a job and I let them do their job and I got out of the way. It was sure. not my place to get in the middle of it. Um, so I just left and went out and I probably picked up trash or something. Who knows what we were working on at that time. Um, came back in. And still the same thing. And and it got to the point where I was like, look, guys, we've had the Royal. I was at the American Royal. I was there. I know what was going on Sunday. You know, it was a disaster, right? Yeah. So and I and and we have we had teams from all over the country. We had a great we had a stacked field this weekend. I mean, it was a it was a it was a great contest. Um and I, I just I looked at him, I said, Hey, are we gonna be ready to go at five? And give us give us 10 minutes we'll let you know okay well you know we went out and took a team picture with some of our sponsor teams came back in they're on the phone they're doing everything they were supposed to do right kcbs worked the our local reps did everything they were supposed to do okay um proud proud of what they did um came back and they're like brian i can't we think this is right but i can't guarantee it and i said right then and there i said i'm done I'm not going to do awards. I'm not going to go up on stage and um, delay awards because as soon as I mentioned that if I delayed awards, all integrity goes out the window. Right now there's questions all over the place. Mm. Um, And I didn't want that. I wanted people to leave our contest knowing that everything was, was right. And I, and I couldn't do that. The the information that I was given, I couldn't do that. Brian, are they telling you any, type of hypothesis on what the hangup is or if we get 10 more minutes we can work through this i mean i understand when they say here are the awards and then your your level of uncomfortable is about you know a hundred being uncomfortable and zero being comfortable but are they telling you 
what they think here's a problem we just don't know how to fix it and we can do it in a day or it will send it back somewhere to get fixed or is it just like we just don't even know at the time it was we see a problem we see what's going on we don't know why it happened we don't know how it happened and we don't know how to fix it right now mm. um and i and, and i was like okay well i mean i was like so we see something's going on i mean and 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 our reps were on the phone with technical support, like, and they came in and took over her computer and went to town and like was doing everything, trying to figure it all out. Um, so I, at that point in time, I was like, this is, this isn't good. I mean, I looked at my wife, I was like, Ellen, this isn't good. Yeah. Like, this is not like we need to. And, and, you know, it's heartbreaking, right? Like we spend a lot of time and effort and money and, and everything trying. I mean, we had sponsors there. We had Mills by Grace, who was the, who was the organization, the nonprofit that we were, uh, that we raised money for. And you know what? We raised money. Like overall, the, the event was a, a success. We raised money for yeah. our, um, for our, for our, uh, charity. Um, our sponsors didn't get recognized a lot, but they got recognized. Like we did everything we needed to do. I tried to do it last night. Um, but and I still say like KCBS got it right. I mean, they worked tirelessly, tire, tirelessly over the weekend, um, all weekend, Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, all day. I mean, we're on the phone with them, we're in contact with them. They're all in contact with the board and with everybody else working on it. And I mean, nobody slept, right? Like nobody slept Saturday night. Nobody slept Sunday until it was all done. Um, and 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 I'm and I'm thankful that KCBS, they called a special meeting on Monday night. Yep. Uh, they, they did a lot of things in my mind that made me feel good about what they did. I got an explanation of, yes, we, we found a problem. We saw the problem. We're putting steps in place to make it to where this can't happen again. And that it's going to benefit all reps and all organizers um, and any contest out there moving forward. Once they get this in place, which, you know, I mean, after the Royal, they said they were going to work until January and we're still in that same pro that same period of trying to get everything better. So do you think that is, do you think it's encouraged them to do it as fast as possible at this point? I mean, certainly having the Royal is one thing. I mean, it's the biggest event. And like you said, you were there, you saw the whole disaster take place and now you have one literally weeks after, not near the scale, but geez, uh, pretty big contest, all things considered, where competition barbecue uh, is these days. I mean, anything over 50 teams is a, is a big event. And then it's it appears to be yet another scoring issue. What was the, what was the, the final um, uh, post-mortem on what the, the real issue was? And, and how is this not going to uh, affect another team next weekend? So the, look, I don't, I have, and I get, I've had this question for the past two or three days since Sunday, I guess. What happened? What's going on? I'm not an, I'm not an expert in KCB score, KCBS score, whatever the, whatever the scoring system is. Yeah. I don't claim to be an expert in it. Um, I don't really, I don't want to be an expert in it because. That's why you pay them, right? <laughs> just, Right, exactly. I, I pay them to come sanction my contest, bring in judges, score it, give me a fair score and move on. Like that's what I pay them to do. And I don't, but all I know is there was information that came in 
the data came in and it went from a backyard to a pro the backyard teams or tables got in, in merged into the pro side ah. um how that happened we don't know <laughs> um there's there it's still being figured out um but they do but they they've man it's amazing like all the stuff that they say they can do and they can go back and see all the information that's there it's 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 pretty impressive system that they have um and the way that they can figure things out and and i feel confident i i've told all my friends all my barbecue buddies and we're in with we're in with a lot of them yeah I, I can tell you right now when they know when things are right, things are right. They know when things are wrong right away when things aren't right and they can tell it and they can fix it or they can't, they might not be able to necessarily fix it, but they know there's an issue. Um, and that's, if there's anything I've learned through this, when there's at the American Royal, they knew there was issues, right? Like I think they learned real quick and I learned this weekend or last weekend Hey, don't go out there just to have awards to have awards, right? Like it's not worth it. Um, I, it's a lot of work on our end now. Ellen and I, we have to ship out all the, uh, we're shipping out all the awards. We're doing all that kind of stuff. So there's, there is a lot to it now that we're going to have to deal with. But at the end of the day, we got everything right. Uh, we were able to, we were able to do our awards. My kids were the, all that they, I mean, they, they won a lot of awards last night. Yeah, um, I saw that. That was great. <laughs> and you know and and we've had a lot of talk we've had and overall everybody knows about the atlanta barbecue store classic now right we've got a lot of people wanting to come next year um we've got a lot of sponsors coming on board now i mean it's really cool how i mean i'm hoping this thing will just blow up to be you know it's already becoming a premier event but we want to yeah. be a premier event in the south um and hopefully it will be. And this doesn't so. taint you into looking into another sanctioning body for next year. You'd stick with the KCBS. What's another sanctioning body? Like what, what can I do? There's not another sanctioning body out there like KCBS. I'm, I'm sorry. There's just not. I, if, if my goal is to have a, 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 a big event, there's not another one out there. I mean, and I'm not going to name the names or anything like that, but I'm, if KCBS is the biggest, baddest, sanctioning body in the country in the world uh, there's not a there's not a sanctioning body that can compete with them in my mind in my mind there's not another sanctioning body that that is is kcbs i mean um and, and that's just my that's my opinion that's my take on things i mean i've dealt with them um i've seen the way they responded i feel confident in them and uh there's no way and i'll tell you right now I will have the same reps rep my contest next year without a shadow of a doubt. I told Rod, I told Rod today, I was like, look, I do this next year. I'm having the same four, uh, same four reps, uh, rep my contest. Pure coincidence I, I feel, that, uh, the two of them happen to be at American Royal that, that were also at yours. Pure coincidence. Wow. Uh, I can tell you right now, she had, there was nothing, and I don't want to throw any names out there. Y'all all know who it is. There's nothing that they did wrong that made this happen. Mm. So I, I can tell, and I know that. Like, um, so, and I and I will say here, man, people lay off of them. People lay off of them. I mean, these the just like judges. Judges come and don't get anything for it. What in the world is it for a rep to come in there and and do something to sabotage a an event? And they're they're they're. 
they don't make any money doing this. They're, I mean, they're there because they love barbecue, just like I love barbecue. Um, they're, they're just, they're doing everything. The same reason you have your barbecue show and you we all love barbecue. We all want to see barbecue grow and we all want to see it succeed. And yeah, this is a black eye again for uh, KCBS and, and the competition barbecue as a whole, right? Like this isn't just KCBS getting a hit. This is everybody in bar barbecue and, and I hate it happened to us. I hate it happened to our contest, um, but it did. And, and I can't do anything about it other than do the best that we can and try to make it as good of a results as what, what we can do. So, you know, I had somebody say, Hey, look, you made lemonade out of lemons. Good job. Yeah. Um, and that's all we can do. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're in this situation. And I told, I told Rod today, I said, look, this sucks, right? Like this is not good, but if at the end of the day, KCBS becomes better and a barbecue store classic becomes better then it is what it is. And let, let's, let's grow, let's get better and let's move on is my take on it. Yeah. I mean, you got a great attitude and uh, with the award ceremony last night that you put on, I mean, obviously uh, being a parent, you know, I can certainly understand some of the things you were contending with and, and working through, uh, but even getting through those and, and having that whole award ceremony was certainly uh, above and beyond. And I, I get you want to make sure that the teams that were there get recognized in some way. It's, it's right. never, it's never going to be like when you're there amongst your peers and it's live, just like it would have been at the Royal. I get that. Um, but to do something is better than doing nothing. So, uh, and great to hear that it's not putting you off, uh, on KCBS as well. So, I mean, certainly I've, uh, been critical at times of, of KCBS. Um, I, I probably get, and I'm critical, like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm critical of them. I told, I told them today when we had our debriefing or whatever you want to call it, I was like, man, we got to get it right. Like, this has got to be right. We're losing integrity in our sport. Like we got to get this right. What can like, and, and they all agree. And that's, it would be one thing if they're like, oh, we're, everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're okay. <laughs> that's not what they said. Right. Like they're like, you're right. We agree a hundred percent. We've got to get this right. Um, and just so happened that what we went through in our contest is going to, if that, if that affects them in a positive way to make change, great. Because everybody wants, I mean, I don't, everybody keeps talking about other sanctioning bodies, but we need KCBS to be right because KCBS is, I mean, if we lose KCBS, we lose barbecue. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, that's my take. That's my take. Do you have um, the, I, do you have the dates picked out for the event next year already? It'll be the same weekend. Same weekend so whatever yeah. the week, whatever the weekend before Thanksgiving is, uh, we're, we're talking to the fairgrounds today. Uh, letting them know that we're going to, we re up for next year. Um, and it's going to be bigger, better. We've got, we've got some sponsors coming on last year or this year. We did a uh, potluck next year. I've got a, uh, a restaurant wanting to come on board and cook dinner for the teams. Um, and so that's going to be a Friday night thing. I'm thinking about Thursday night, possibly doing the potluck. Um, and, and just making it bigger and better. Uh, I, if, if there's anything we can do, I want the teams to come have a good time. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you, Greg, if you've been to many contests lately, but we had fifty something teams show up out of ninety-two teams on Thursday. Wow! So on Thursday, we had f over half the field there, and and just hanging out, having a good time on Thursday, which is the it's the it's the day that everybody can get together and have a good time. I mean, so I felt really I felt really good about the fact that people wanted to come out and hang out with each other. We have the best. 
it is an incredible location, flat, flat spots. We have power, we have water, we have bathrooms, we have judges area. We have like, I mean, everything about this place is perfect for a barbecue contest. Mm. And, um, and I, and I hope if you, if you don't know about it, absclassic.com, uh, we're going to do it again next year. Come sign up, have a good time. Um, and Lord willing, we won't have issues again next year. It'll be one of those smooth, one of those smooth ones. Brian, really appreciate the insight tonight. Uh, again, the website, AtlantaBBQStore.com, if you want to check them out and uh, get all the stuff you need to be either win in the cul-de-sac or backyard or on the competition trail. Uh, Brian is the guy you want to check out. Again, that's AtlantaBBQStore.com. Uh, Atlanta uh, appreciate the time tonight, Brian, and uh, thanks Thank so much you, for Brian. doing it. I appreciate it. You got it. Thank you so much. Brian Jarvis right there. So I'm I'm pumped up that he's so pumped up. I mean that made me feel really positive. Uh, certainly it could have went could have swung the other way, like a lot. And uh, he remains positive. Going to be doing it again next year. Didn't even blink an eyelash. Didn't even consider another sanctioning body. Uh, certainly there's not like uh, you know 50 other sanctioning bodies that are out there, but um, there's certainly one or two other ones out there that could probably step in and offer their sanctioning services, but he's not even featuring that. So I think that speaks a lot to how highly Brian thinks, but there's certainly things to correct. And he said as much, so we'll see if anything actually gets sussed out over the next weeks and months to come. And we'll re- keep reporting on that here on the show. Before we close it out here this evening and we ran long, which is fine, by the way, the sound standard, while not met, not horrible. So I feel pretty good about that. Uh, we hurtled over the headset thing that he attempted, which I certainly appreciate. I have no idea why that didn't work, but we tried a quick thing, no fix, unplugged, reconnected, and uh, sounded good enough to do the interview for sure. Before we wrap it up, let's talk about something that has a delicious wrapper on it. Aladino cigars oh my favorite brand out there today you know i am all about the corojo reserva line yes but now i am working my way through a box of the aladino classic so if you have a retailer near you that happens to carry aladino peruse through the offering if you like a medium smoke that's medium body medium strength then the Aladino Classic is one that might be right up your alley. I still have the extra Sumatra that they sent me. They're just chilling in the humidor right now as me and uh, Jeff and Dreezy say moisturizing, just waiting for it because it's a Toro size, so I need a little longer time to smoke that. But both the Classic and the Sumatra are Honduran puros because all the tobaccos are grown in Honduras. But as opposed to the Reserva, I'm trying blends made with Corojo and Habano. Bottom line, I love the Reserva. Yes. We're trying out different blends from the Aroa family demonstrates their expertise in mastering hard-to-grow tobacco varieties and blending them into a smoking experience second to none by the beginner and the aficionado. As always... If you want cigars, a pair of classics, email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and I will ship you off a pair to enjoy on me. 
Otherwise, visit JREtobacco.com and find a retailer near you. JREtobacco.com. We're back to close the show right after this. Stick around. Be right back. Let's get back to a guy who has more experience giving you his opinion than he actually has cooking. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampy. I thank Brian Jarvis for joining us last segment from the Atlanta barbecue store, Atlanta BBQ store.com on Instagram, Atlanta BBQ store. If you want to check him out and give him a follow. And if you're just tuning in, we're closing up shop here, but our number one will be an audio podcast tomorrow. Our number two will be an audio podcast on Thursday. And then don't forget to, Make sure you catch the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, episode 309 on Friday. All the way back in the first hour was Stephen Reichland, barbecuebible.com, and then Wes Wright from cookoutnews.com. Leading off the second hour, it was Susie Bullock with Todd Bullock, heygrillhay.com, and then closing out the show, Bill Jar, or Bill, Brian Jarvis from Atlanta BBQ Store talking about the scoring issue. Not really sure <laughs> what happened there. I don't know if we'll get the, the true explanation, but I'll be asking, and maybe I'll have an update for you next week. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. By the way, as luck would have it, and as it happened exactly last week, the poll has ended in a 50-50 split. Batchcock and Holbert taking the day for Thanksgiving on Thursday. So have a great Thanksgiving. Have a winning Black Friday if you do that. And then a great weekend as we lead into those first days of December, if you can believe it. Big show planned for you next week. Embedded correspondence, 100% of surety questions, topics to get into, and more. So how do I always leave you? September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Helen Paradise from SoCal, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show.